I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Spooky Jason Klom. Gaziza! I'm Alan Rickard. This is Dispatches, Dispatches from Fort awesome. awesome, a, n- a news <laughs> radio podcast. Or should we say, booze radio. <laughs> <laughs> There's always my way out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is about Halloween. <laughs> Production order 307, but uh, ended up being 305, I think. Um, uh, this is the shooting draft, fourth revision, October 14th, 1990. Spooky! Or six. Don't go that way out of the old mine. <laughs> that was a deleted scene from the Haunted uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd forgotten that, that one. <laughs> Don't go that way out of the old mine. There's That's just a, a bad way out of the old mine. There's a pile of rocks inside this mansion. <laughs> Ah, that's brilliant. Brilliant, Alan. Um, I will say, we were talking about this beforehand. There's some people credited who don't even have lines or who were cut. Cut from the show. I think only one of them was officially cut. Unless the juggler had lines. Juggler, our good friend Tony DiCarlo. We've never met Tony DiCarlo, but I did just find his website, and I'm going to reach out to him. If you guys know Tony DiCarlo, tell him he's welcome on the show. Do not reach out for us, please. We don't... We don't want that help. Um, by the time this happens, I, I will have reached out, and he will have said no. Uh, so there we go. They didn't have a juggalo on here either. I know. Why? Did they exist yet? I don't know. I feel like they were starting to. Insane clown. Now I have to look up where the insane clown posse started as a group. This is terrible. I've only uh, heard a snippet oh of one of their songs, and I've always been like, that is not for me. 1989 uh, to present, Alan. They have been around up. since 1989. They are a 31 plus year organization. So we can't tell because they got all that clown makeup on, but yeah. we got 70 year old men probably. <laughs> still Basically. <laughs> I had a friend who was into the insane clown posse, and he still cannot explain to me why that was. He still cannot. Is yeah. he still a friend? Oh, yeah. It's Dan. My best friend. <laughs> Dan, Dan was at his. Yes. Yeah, anybody who knows Dan would be like, "Are you doing this for for Larf's Dan? Is this is this a bit of a gag?" And he is he, yet he won't give it up. If if it was a gag, he has not given it up for years. He, so. Does he dress up when he goes to the? No, concerts? he doesn't listen to them now. But he had a period of time where he thought they were real funny and interesting, or at least interesting. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I'm gonna have to have Dan talk about that. I always think they're a trio of guys but it's always it's two of them every it's time just the two. i'm always i'm always surprised like wait there's only two guys what happened yep. to the third guy what they yep. do to the third guy well they murdered him <laughs> I, I guess i assume you know they are a gang <laughs> the fbi did at one point classify them as a gang they may still be classified as a gang which is really funny yeah the, the, this group of 
<laughs> white idiots with makeup on who drink a soda pop, one specific soda pop. Yeah, they're a real gang. Uh, real scary. They, don't they also have like Christian overtones? I, like? Yeah, the two dudes I think are Christian. <laughs> They are the magnets, how do they work guys? I mean, they're the guys who are, yeah, blown away by how science is magic also. Uh, it's uh, They're real fun. Can't wait till they team up with Bill Nye the Science Guy. I would watch that show. I would watch that show. There's no doubt about it. Um, maybe I'm going to produce that show after the, the, you know, this whole thing is over. <laughs> Bill Nye teaches them how magnets work. Oh, I love this idea. I don't this hate it. Nobody steal idea. that, please. Oh, oh. Oh, you know, I do know Beekman. I do know the guy who played Beekman. Maybe Be is Beekman better to team up with the the? Uh, Wait, the Beekman, Beekman, Beekman. Beekman's world. Beekman's world was a. No. A, yeah, I know him. Uh, and he's a delightful man. Um, and a lot of fun. Well, anyway. if they go to parks, they should also bring Ranger Rick. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. And Slim Goodbody, just for good measure, uh, if he's still around. <laughs> Don't know if Slim Goodbody's still around. So, Alan. And the Sham Wow guy. Okay, let's do sure. this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Former Scientologist, he's got an interesting story. Um, oh, yeah, no yeah, idea. Yeah, thing. yeah, he's got a weird back background. Um, <laughs> hi guys, this is an episode of the television show news radio. <laughs> 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 A man walks down the street. Ooh. Um, you might be able to do a man. Don't go back. Don't go out that way, the old mine. <laughs> With okay. some roly poly. Okay, listen. So, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there's we just lost everybody. Of course we did. I mean, I feel like we do that every week, and then they, for some reason, like like hit puppies, come back anyway. Uh, we're so sorry. Uh, I'm, th I'm trying to think. I don't think there's a lot of um, extra plot chunks in this, but it does seem to be stuff that might have been cut on the night. Uh, yeah, so just, well. but some well, like one extended scene though. There's like four extra pages of an entire scene. Um, oh no, oh, and I even know. more. Yeah, there's a lot of extra stuff in this. This is a we find out Dave Bob for apples. Yeah, this is a 59-page draft because news radio. Oh. Yeah, it's a long, long, long draft. Uh, and the changes start on page four. Ooh, the spookiest of numbers. Um, so dumb. I can stop. We're mining for numbers, but don't go out that way out of the number mine. All right, let's do this. That's, okay, good. Um, I, I will, I, let's see. Again, these are mostly, I don't know that we're going to get a whole lot of plot out of these, but there are definitely changes and some gags. I'll be Matthew and you can be everybody whomever. Else. Yeah, everybody else. Um, so this is uh, talking, Lisa's talking about last year's party and what Excellent. it was like. Excellent party, open mm -hmm. bar, lavish buffet, live magicians, helicopter rides. And then Matthew says, he even sets it up so you can bob for apples. Can you believe that? Dave, I've bobbed for apples before, Matthew. Elisa, yes, but you, ha you have done it with imported Fuji apples floating in a barrel of champagne. Have you done it with, <laughs> I can't even say. Hi, folks. <laughs> yes, but have you done it with imported Fuji apples floating in a barrel of champagne? The bubbles tickled my nose and made me sneeze, and then they wouldn't let me do it anymore. Catherine, they wouldn't let they wouldn't <laughs> let anyone do it anymore. <laughs> That's disgusting. Also, bobbing for apples 
we live in a time that's never happening again, right? Like that's that's never. Even happening. I gotta say, even when I was a I kid always doing it, again, I thought it was disgusting. Like wait, they just put their entire mouth and stuff <laughs> in there. Yeah, why that's, is that happening? That's um, that's fucking gross. It only works if you put rubbing alcohol and chlorine in there. There's another <laughs> problem. <laughs> Savages. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's disturbing. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so then uh, page seven. Um, let's see. Oh, this is, uh, you know, again, this is, oh, you know what? Actually, this kind of repeats a piece of information that's later, so we don't need to revisit let's this. Okay. Only because it's, it's almost word for word something that happens later. Basically, it's about them picking on people in costume. Uh, so there you are. Uh, later on, there's a, uh, where they're talking a bit about the spooky version of the Hokey Pokey, which I would really like to hear. I'm a little annoyed that we don't get to hear, you know, you put your left arm in and you leave it there. You know, like, I feel like <laughs> if you got to do it in some way where it's something gross. If you guys have a spooky Hokey Pokey you want us to hear, please record it. Send it in to us, to our email, freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please, please, ladies and gentlemen. And then I feel like enough of that, and maybe Matthew would. No, no, no. It scares me, and he'd he'd have to run away. Um, but Dave then says, "Now I see why you invited Matthew." And Jimmy says, "I don't know if you see the line, Alan." Oh, uh, you bet, man. The kid really loves to shake it all about. Again, barely, barely anything. It's just an extra line. Again, these these might have made it into the show. Can't tell you. Uh, that was Le- not the show. Lisa's uh, body dysmorphia continues later on, where she does uh, point out how she ha- she thinks she has stubby legs. She repeats that information. She uh, thinks those pants, those pants that basically make, go up to her stomach, like her navel. Uh-huh. She thinks they make her legs make her look, look stubby, which is funny. Uh, page fourteen. Jimmy <laughs> has a little extended uh, discussion with the psychic. I'll be this the psychic. Uh, yes, I'm the psychic. Mister James hired me for his Halloween party. That way upstairs on 40. No, hold on. Think I'll think of the number and you read my mind. 41? Nope. 42? Nope. 43. Amazing! It's right up there on 44. <laughs> Very dumb. So that means, by the way, according to this, is the show always on the 14th floor? I think maybe, but that's 30 floors above. How big of a fucking building? Do- I'm sorry. I'm just not used to New York numbers. It's that's, just a very large building. That's still a pretty large building, even for New York. I yeah, right. Like. That's it's quite, that's quite huge. Um, uh, later on, there's a, a little extra bit about uh, talking about how Bill uh, believes in psychicismology for some reason. Uh, that's on page something. 16? Sixteen. There we are. You want to be Joe? So Joe, yeah. Catherine? You, you're kidding, right? Not the slightest. I assume you haven't read the relevant scientific studies. Catherine, sorry I canceled my subscription to the New England Journal of Crazy Made-Up Stuff. <laughs> Dumb line, silly line. Unnecessary, fine. but fine. I also, I had forgotten this, is, I just highlighted this, I would forgotten this is the episode that establishes for us that Choo Choo and Mit Mit are, are a thing. That mm-hmm. uh, this, this establishes their names, officially. And does establish... Uh, firmly that it is spelled chew chew as in chewing chewing which is also really funny uh, it's a total coincidence uh, but there is an episode of um, Bob's Burgers where there's a guy whose nickname is Choo Choo and and yeah and which episode? Uh, it's one where, where uh, Gene's going to get in a fight 
and uh, he it's oh it's the banjo episode because he has the little guitar oh, and, he's yeah. and then the guy keeps finishing his jokes if I'm not mistaken it's Brian Posehn interestingly oh. enough yes and he's like oh I thought it was because of how he chews because he chews like a train like one person <laughs> thinks his name is so stupid uh, but his name does end up being Choo Choo because he says that before he fights but there's a little oh god a very uh, a little gene joke that I really like um Oh, God, I lost my notes. Where'd they go? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, there we are. Now we're back. Um, stuff on 20. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you. Thank you. You can be Jimmy. I can be, be Dave. So they're in Dave's office. Argument continues. And there's a chimpanzee in this, by the way, yes. apparently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, J- it says Jimmy. This is who's in the scene. Jimmy, Dave, Lisa, chimpanzee, and then extra, extra. is put in parentheses. So it's so an extra. Is- this is not a hero chimpanzee. <laughs> So the chimpanzee, is it a union chimpanzee? I don't know. I now I want to find out. He's going to get much less money mm-hmm. than if there's chimp headlines. It's very true. All right. Uh, what the situation calls for is leadership by example. And I'm beginning to think neither of you have it in you. Well, you can't force people to have fun if they don't want to. Exactly. And by the way, let me commend you on your can't-do attitude. I could do it if I wanted to, but I'm just not sure how important it is. Lisa says, it's very important, so at least let Dave and I give it a shot. I actually have real work to do today. Lisa subtly, but sharply, elbows Dave. After we give it a shot. Sir, if anyone can turn these people around, Dave and I can. We can? Lisa subtly, but even more sharply, elbows Dave again. Yeah, we can. You guarantee they'll be in costumes. In costumes. Cut. What is that word? Uh, convivial. Thank you. Convivial attitudes. Convivial attitudes. Hokey. Hokey. Pokey. Pokey. Okie dokie. Jimmy exits. Uh, okay, so he's open to it. Let's go. Can I ask you something? Why do you give a damn whether these people go to the party or not? Because Mr. James doesn't think we can do it. So? So? Mr. James doesn't think we can do it. How are we going to get them to do it? I don't know. What do you think? I suppose we could... I got it. Lisa exits. She comes back in and motions for Dave to follow her. Let's do it! Dave shakes his head and starts to follow. When he gets to the door, a chimpanzee enters. Penthouse banquet room, 44th floor. The chimpanzee exits. That, that, that is such a fucking Green Acres joke that it feels... I'm surprised it didn't make it in there just to please Dave Foley. Ah! You know? What? Uh... Very dumb. Just embarrassed. I've never heard the word convivial before. Well, that's fine. You learn a new thing every day. I learned today that chimpanzees are ex- extras. So now I need to get that show on my podcast, The Professional Blur. If you guys like uh, <laughs> podcasts about extra work. So, Chip, was uh, News Radio your first show? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we're doing it by Zoom, or it may pull my genitals off. So, you know. I'd rather do it, but I'm just saying. Just fling its feces, right? Yeah. Or Chip stereotypes. What? Yeah, that's true. Not fair. <laughs> that is not fair. Uh, okay. The next highlight is an unimportant, uninteresting line. Doesn't add anything to our discussion or to the episode. Well, I'm glad it's highlighted. Then. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, I highlight everything. Uh, uh, let's see. Page 30. Uh, we Beth. Beth, we got Joe, we got Dave, we got Lisa. You be Dave and Beth, and I'll be Joe and Lisa. Uh, Dave walks up to Lisa. Joe runs past him towards the elevators. Come on, Joe. I'm coming. What did you do in there? It's called leadership by example. 
Yes, but I was the example. Exactly. So you better wear something outrageous or they're going to feel completely betrayed. How is the, how's this for an outrageous costume? I'll go as guy who refused to get hoodwinked into wearing a costume by his power-hungry girlfriend. Good idea. Jimmy simply adores conceptual costumes. Uh, <laughs> I actually kind of like this. This is cute. I do, too. Uh, next page, I just have a note that the sandwich machine seems to have returned. It is. It seems to be there. Uh, I know. It could just be a snack machine now, but, I mean, let's be honest. They brought him back. Bill, you know, maybe Bill's sway. Bill may have uh, really just pushed it, pushed it hard, um, and, and, and he got it to happen. Okay, so then, uh, oh, yes, so there's a whole, th this next section is a chunk. Uh, I would like to play uh, the bouncer, if you don't mind, uh, oh, who, who is, you know, played by our good friend, whose name I'm going to pull up right now. I'm not going to pull it up. Listen. <laughs> I have invited him on the show, though. Uh, so, uh, do, 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 do. banquet do room. Be, sure, do yes. Be everybody else, or what? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Uh, bouncer has uh, bouncer talks to just about everybody. So yeah, uh, I'll be I'll everybody do. else. It's fine. Okay. A line of partygoers is waiting to get into the party. The line is full of people in costumes, cowboys, pirates, Indians, what have you. Music plays in the background. In the middle of the line, Beth is dressed as a ballerina, Lisa dressed in red, wearing a pair of devil horns and holding a pitchfork. Joe is wearing a white lab coat and one of those reflective things doctors wear around their head. <laughs> Catherine is wearing normal clothes. She also has a queen's crown and a scepter. Matthew walks up. He's wearing a village people-esque construction worker outfit. Sorry, I'm late. The elevators are packed. Nice costume, dude. Thanks, I'm a construction worker. Yeah, that's right. You're a construction worker. At the front of the line, Lisa and Beth are talking to the bouncer. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have a Lisa Miller on the list. Beth, is there a Beth on there? Beth what? Just Beth. Nope. Sorry, folks. Now, if you could just step aside. He said, look, we're from WNYX. We're not on the list because Jimmy thought we were going to be party poopers. But we're not going to be party poopers, so we're invited. Please step aside, miss. Are you sure that's the tone you want to use with the lady? Joe, I can handle this. Joe is giving the bouncer one of his impending violent stares. Sorry. Sorry what? S sorry, sir. Joe waits. Sorry, doctor? That's a good boy. Check under Joe Gorelli. Your last name is Gorelli? <laughs> Damn it! I how this is one of those things where, at the very least, in the scripts, we we will have the times that got cut. Also, if we get those tapes, boy oh boy, I'm making a super I, cut of all the Gorellis we didn't get to hear. Uh, this is great. Uh, uh, it's interesting too because it, it works without it, but it, it is kind of like, how did they get back on the list? Of yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this weird thing. I just made a note later on that to to take people out of the party and discuss things that are urgent with them. They've clearly dragged them from the 44th floor down to the 14th floor. Come, come with me. Let's stay silent for 30 floors. Now, listen, what just, and, but even, and I'm like, okay, is this just a weird continuity thing? But they do, at some point later on, some people do go back up the elevator after they are done with their side discussion, which feels on, knowing these people, it feels intentional, but I'm also like, they also clearly didn't have another set to pull themselves, you know, over to. Um, but both times it happens that somebody's having a, a little side discussion. They have to go 30 floors away. <laughs> it's fine. It's a five-minute elevator ride. It's fine. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, later on, uh, this does not happen in the episode, but David was supposed to take off his pumps, um, just sighing because. Uh, but instead, he obviously they found it much funnier for him to run in pumps, which is pretty good. It was great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there a longer? Oh, there's a longer bit on page forty-six with uh, a Dave and a Lisa. I'll be Lisa. Okay. Oh, I'm going to start with one of my favorite lines in the whole episode. See, that's just it. You think you're so pretty and all the boys want to talk to you. What? The bouncer was totally flirting with you and you were flirting right back. That's ridiculous. Oh, okay. So you're telling me you were genuinely interested in his workout regimen? Well, he did have some interesting pointers. Oh my God, I was flirting with the bouncer. And the caveman and the pirate and the werewolf. To be fair, I was decidedly cool to the pirate. <laughs> I, I also like that bit. I wish that bit had made its way That's up. great. Uh, let me pull up. Oh, oh shit. I meant to pull this up. Uh, while I pull this up, it, are you still recording? That's what I was going to ask you. Yes, it is still recording. Um, I made a note. Let's see here. News radio. So the psychic is talking to somebody as Bill interrupts. Right. And I am trying to figure out if this is somebody we should know because it's who does it say photo ball i really it just says phil hartman is bill mcneil uh, uh there's on the getty images website there are a ton of behind the scenes images from this episode and while oh. this guy yeah while this guy looks familiar here i will send you in the chat alan a link to at least a picture of what this chat. guy looks like okay um and i i just he looks he could just be an extra, but he also might not be. This that could be. Look, I'm gonna feel real bad if this is what Chris Marshall looked like in the '90s, and I just have forgot. But he doesn't look like that now, so I don't think that's Chris Marshall. I would like Why to know. Why do I feel like I know who this is? I know uh, this is this is the problem I'm having. He's uh, there's other pictures of him in this same collection. Does it? Oh wait, hold on. Photo just says see, and all the credits are of uh, pictured left to right and it doesn't even say a name so they just they took a picture of this dude because of great costume all right well this is one of those things i'm gonna have to put out there and ask uh the people who worked on the show who this is because uh couldn't tell you not in a million years could i tell you uh so but this, is a, this image is 450 dollars if you get a large one my god that and is, for somebody uh, who we don't necessarily know is the mm -hmm. <laughs> phil hartman mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make myself a note to tweet this out because <laughs> we need to know who the hell this guy is. <sighs> and he could—I don't want to say nobody, but he could just be an extra. Like he could very well just be. He an could extra. be, and that—that's cool. I just, yeah, it is weird that if you have a Getty image like that, it wouldn't mm -hmm. say his name. You usually have right. everybody's name. It literally it says didn't. left to right, and then says nothing. This might be the most extras on the show. Is this the most extras? Because a couple of these, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve extras in this one shot. That's a lot for news radio. How many ran out of the staircase during the fire? Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's that. There's quite a few there. Oops. Um, also in this scene. Okay, I think this guy is somebody because he's having, he's making Phil Hartman laugh. He's posing with Phil Hartman. Really I feel like an idiot look, if I don't know I who this like, is. I, uh, I feel like he does look familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Chris Marcel, though. He doesn't look No, like it's Chris not. Marcel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for a second, I'm like, could it be? Is it only because of the glasses? I mean, no, that's not him. Gosh, I tweeted out. Let's see. And then we'll feel really stupid. Yeah, we're going to feel real dumb. 
Um, but anyway, folks, we're on the lookout for that guy. We're still on the lookout for Beardy, don't forget. Animal, we're always going to be on the lookout for him. We've we've wanted to know who he is from day one. They still don't know what his... They don't remember what his name is, do they? They don't, but again, there's... Uh, I'm still trying to get a hold of Mike Reisner to have him on the podcast and see if he remembers his name. Um, so once that happens, Mike... It, ADs are the people to ask, man. Like, they know everybody. Uh, so he, he would definitely be the person. Um, Ooh, I would be. Oh, yes. Mike Reisner. Yeah, no, just it'd be interesting to. Because I would yeah. talk to him. It'd be interesting to talk to him just for the sheer fact that I don't know how ADing the show would be. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Like you're, you're dealing with like, yeah, a range of personality. He's also been on the show. Like he's, he's had a couple, at least I think non-speaking, but still definitely has had some roles in the show. Um, uh, later on page 51, there's a little, uh, after (laughs) Bill very carelessly and rudely breaks up with Dorothy, there's a little exchange between Jimmy and Dorothy. Uh, Jimmy approaches Dorothy. Uh, don't take it personally. He's not himself lately. You mean he's not usually a jerk? Okay, maybe he is himself. Sorry, honey. He doesn't know what he's missing. Now, <laughs> voulez-vous hokey pokey avec moi, c'est joie. <laughs> I love the. Oh, sorry, there's more. I'd be delighted. Bitchin'! So, they're at the very least gonna hokey pokey. We don't know. Could be more. We don't know. Did she just become a candidate on Jimmy's uh, wife list? I think so. I think so. I have a feeling. And then maybe more so later when she's that model-looking lady with with no lines. Uh, uh, let's see. I hey. hope that lady didn't just get a feature extra. I hope she got at least a co-star. Sure. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, page 55. There's a little bit of Jimmy and Lisa and Dave. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is again where Jimmy's talking about there's a uh, one thing left that's going to require some heavy, heavy-duty leadership. Dave and Lisa say, "What is it?" Forget it. It's probably beyond either of you. Don't be so sure. Guess again. I just wish there was some way to get these people hooking and poking. You just need one person to get it started. I can do that. Well, it was my idea, oh. and then that is that is how we find out that they are. Uh, then uh, the very uh, near oh, there's two two more bits. The very nearly uh, at the end, uh, where they're all sitting down picking on all the dorks. Uh, after Jimmy s- says that they're all uh, a bunch of dorks, the staff says, "All right, Jimmy, welcome aboard. That's our man." Finally, that, welcome to the cool table. Well, that dork, I dress like a pirate. That's what I, I would wear if I was mayor of New York City. Oh, that's not what I would wear. That'd be. F- now I wish he said that that's what I would wear if I was New York. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently the mayor of New York showed up dressed as a pirate. Um, hey, <laughs> outrageous. Uh, let's see. And then uh, at the very, very end, uh, after she has Ooh, this is good. This is taken good. off her, her thing. She has a line, so I do wonder then if she if this ended up she in the She was episode. a co-star then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dorothy, I, I had no idea. Save it, old man. And then that's the end of it. That's the end of Halloween. Halloween co-starring Man in Headdress, whose name we do not know. There are a lot of that, extras in this. That's really? a good button. I actually wouldn't have minded if they kept that. No, me neither. Me neither. Um, yeah. There's there's not as much uh, you know extra stuff in here as there was in Arcade, uh, but there's plenty. But we had fan fiction scenes. We're going to read them right now. <laughs> Jason and I just wrote them. 
Yep, here we go. Starts out with a guy in headdress. Shows up and says, Oh, thank you, Psychic, for making that man go away and telling him he's going to die. I, myself, uh, am going to die, and uh, he dies. Oh, I hear that, everybody! This guy's going to die! That's a party! Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! Pumpkin! Pumpkin! What? Jimmy's very drunk in this episode. <laughs> and Jason has more work to do leveling it later on. That's I fine. Ba- I, ba- I backed up and it's very low uh-huh. levels on this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a... Oh, oh, there's Lou Morton in the Getty Images. You can clearly see Lou Morton in the Getty Images. Um, can, you, can you share that one? Uh, if, if you flip forward a couple... Oh, I can just do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be able to... Or back a couple. should be able to see him. It's him and Paul Sims and, and Dave Foley. Uh... Now it says unknown, but I'm almost certain from the side that is that is Lou Morton. It's possible that's what Chris Marshall looked like. I'm just gonna be like, maybe it's Chris Marshall, but I, I'm pretty sure that looks like Lou, Lou Morton to me uh, from the side. I could be wrong. Lou, Lou, tell us if that's you. Pictured left to right. Dave Foley is Dave Nelson, creator Paul Sims, and unknown because uh, they don't ask. I would love to see. Do they give a credit to the bear? Nope, they don't give a credit to the bear. You guys, I'll tell you, Getty G- Getty Jimages or Getty Images has a plethora. <laughs> Jimages. Jimages. Oh my God, that's the uh, <laughs> Jimmy James knockoff website. <laughs> Getty Jimages. <laughs> They've just got. <laughs> so, but so you can't use them. It's got his face on everybody's face. Uh, once you pay, you get your face back. Um, holy shit. It's so uh, good. Yeah, there's all these people. God, who is it? I'm going to feel real stupid because that guy looks so familiar. Um, none of these other extras do. Because by the time I started doing extra work, these people had probably... Well, not all of them. I'll bet one or two of them stuck around doing extra work. But uh, you, you you keep hoping you're going to see somebody you recognize. That guy looks like Tony Hale. That's not Tony Hale. But it looks a little like Tony Hale. Getty Images, get your shit together. Ask the names of every extra on set, because you never know if they're going to be famous or not. That's all I'm saying. They're probably not going to be. But you never know. Ask around. Um, maybe, hey, you never know. One of these days, maybe, maybe that person's going to be in Dolomite Is My Name. Alan, do you have anything you want to promote? <laughs> well, why not Dolomite Is My Name? Mm-hmm. On Netflix. Starring me and co-starring Eddie Murphy in the featured extra role. No. Uh, <laughs> no, watch that one. It's actually he, he's great in it. Uh, go follow me on Instagram, and Twitter at Alan Rickard, A L L E N R U E C K E R T. Watch this web series on YouTube called Isolated Incidents, and you'll see me as a broken down man. Jason, and, what do you and, promote? What do you play in it, though? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Check out, you know what? Uh, I never promote this show because no one's interested. But you know what? Go listen hey, to Hey, thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, uh, the podcast with my best friend and I, Dan Gomiller. We talk about our sketches going back to when we were kids, and uh, it's rarely that. Uh, the last few episodes, we've been uh, taking this, <laughs> using this website that will do uh, AI articles or AI rewordings of things and uh, reading those out loud. Uh, and uh, they're usually terrible and painful. Um, sometimes they're real boring and they don't make for great content, but uh, you know what? For you, we leave it all in. So uh, don't really edit out a-, a lot on that show because it's mostly Dan and I catching up because he lives in Boise and I don't. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Jay Klom, J-K-L-A-M-M. 
And Instagram, Jason Klom, J-A-S-O-N-K-L-A-M-M, StolenDress.com is where you can find all of the podcasts that I produce or distribute or both. Dot com. Dot com. Did I just say Stolen Dress? Did I just say that? Uh, StolenDress.com. Well, Alan, there's just one thing left to say, and that is... uh, Catch you later, Spooky There's always my way out. <laughs> Don't go into that mine that's in our house. What did you say? Don't Look go at me. I'm the mine. <laughs> so the mine is a character in, in your version of the Haunted Mansion as well. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't go out of me this way. <laughs> Welcome, foolish mine shafts. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>